0: So you've got a responsibility to give when you have a good heart. you got a responsibility to give when you got a little something extra. you got a responsibility to do it in a way that other people can see it at least half the time. It's called inspiration. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Chris Harder Show. Today is Money Monday. So, we're going to talk about all things money, how to make more money, how to save more money, how to create more money. And in this case today, how to give more money and not just money. How about your time, your knowledge, anything that falls under generosity? You know, generosity has always been our ethos here. Ever since day one, the show was literally created around our tagline of when good people make good money they do great things. And our mission has always been two things. One, let's help people make more money. And two, let's help them be more generous with that money when they make more money. Now, we talk a lot of business. We talk a lot about money. But I feel like we haven't talked enough about generosity in the past year. I feel like we used to talk about it more. And listen, we we live in a world where we have been distracted, Lori and I included, right? We live in a world where everybody has shifted talking about the things they used to talk about into talking about things like the pandemic, the recession, the you know, masks and political divide, and all the other things that the world has been distracted by lately, that the world has shifted their attention to. And, and I'm just going to be honest when I say most of these things are not good energy things. Generosity, giving, those conversations make you feel good. They make you feel hope. They make you feel inspired. Conversations about political divide and illness and death, that's been dominating the conversations the past year. And that, does, that is low vibe. That's just going to make you spiral and feel worse and worse and worse. So dang it, I'm bringing generosity back. I'm bringing generosity back into the conversation stronger than before, more often than before. Because it's still there. It's still going on. It's still going on in a big, big way. People just aren't talking about it as much. People just aren't sharing it as much. And therefore, people aren't seeing it as much. And so they're concentrating on the negative things, not the feel good things like all the great generosity that is happening in the world right now. You know, one good example is charities are suffering because people aren't talking about generosity and showing generosity as much as they used to. Google it once. Charities are down significantly. And they're unable to meet the needs of the people that counted on them all years in the past because they're not getting the donor dollars. And they're not getting the donor dollars because people are forgetting. Good people with good money are forgetting to donate to the charities because they're not seeing the events. They're not seeing the dinners. They're not seeing the galas. They're not seeing the things That made them say, oh yeah, that's right. The gala's coming up. I'm going to go. It's going to be fun. And they go there and they donate. Did you know that charities make most of their money off of galas? A lot of people will say, oh, you shouldn't have to spend all this money on throwing a party to get people to donate. But dang it, it's just the way it works. I mean, let's be real with yourself. Do you wake up every day remembering your favorite charity? No, probably not. But when you're caught up in the Emotion and the excitement of being at one of their dinners or one of their events or one of their galas. Do you donate big that night? Yeah. It's just human nature. The underlying message here is charities are suffering. And so are individuals, because people with good hearts that would normally give are not seeing the cues to remind them to give. So I'm going to take a lot of responsibility of of showing those cues again, of of putting those reminders out there again. Because it is true. If you listen to this show, it's because you got a good heart. I'm not one of these shows that you listen to where it's just about the flash and it's just about the, the, the brashness and it's just about all the other things. This is the show that you listen to if you know that, dang it, you want a better life. And as a side effect, you want to help create better lives for other people too. That's the generosity Ethos. That's the common thread of every single one of you listening. That's why I freaking love you guys. So I'll I'll be the the point man on this. I will remind you more often of great ways to be generous. As a matter of fact, remember the rule of thumb. Is it okay to share your acts of generosity? Well, I believe in the 50 50 rule of thumb. Share 50% of them and then let the other 50% be private. Here's why. If you share 100% of them, then it makes it easy for people to poke holes in it and say, well, you're just doing that for attention. And by the way, if that's your downfall, if you're being generous for attention, God bless you, I ain't gonna judge you. But when you use the 50-50 rule, when you use the 50-50 rule, who can poke a hole in that? Hey, half the giving I do is in the dark, the other half is in the light. And when you give in the light where people can see, it reminds them, oh, that's right. I'm gonna buy that coffee for someone today the way he did. Oh, that's right. I'm going to go uh, find a charity to donate to because of uh, I saw so-and-so at the charity gala. Oh, that's right. I'm going to go write a check to this school. Oh, that's right. I'm going to go deliver meals. Oh, that's right. I'm going to go buy some clothes for those who need it. Because I saw somebody else do it and it reminded me that I haven't done it in a while. It's not just okay to share acts of generosity. It is a necessity or really good-hearted people with extra money that would normally share, they're too busy, they're too distracted, they're too caught up in just trying to manage their work and their family and, and their health and everything else, and they forget because they're not seeing the reminders. So you've got a responsibility to give when you have a good heart. You've got a responsibility to give when you got a little something extra. You've got a responsibility to do it in a way that other people can see it at least half the time. It's called inspiration. And there is nothing better than being the start of a chain reaction of generosity. And giving should be fun. It should be simple. It does not have to be, you know, in any way that feels restrictive or, or, or full attention. Here's some fun, easy ways to, to be generous. Let me just give you some reminders so that you guys can. Can take these and go do what you want with them. When you tip, whether it is DoorDash, whether it is Uber Eats, whether you're getting out into restaurants again, when you tip, have the rule of thumb that you always round up. If you normally tip 20% and that would have been $7, round up to the next 10 always. So your seven becomes 10. Or if your tip would have been $16, always round up to the next 10 to 20. Now you might be like, wait a minute. $16 to 20, that seems like a big jump in percentage. Who cares, guys? It's $4. Do you know what that $4 actually says to somebody else when they see the $20 tip instead of the $16 tip? Mentally, psychologically, it says, whoa, this person cared about me. Whoa, I made an impact. Whoa, this person saw me. I feel seen. I feel better. Now I'm going to go give better service to the next person because I got that little dopamine hit, that little bit of confirmation that I'm doing a good job. If your tip is $112, round up to $120. Always round up to the next 10. It's a fun, easy way to be generous when you make it a default practice. I see a lot of people out there that are always doing double tips. That's another awesome default practice. If it's gonna be 17, always make it 34. If it's gonna be 21, always make it 42. I understand everybody is on different economic budgets right now. And that's why if you can afford to go out to eat, you can afford to at least round to the next 10. It was going to be eight bucks, make it 10. That's one fun way to be able to be generous on a regular basis. Here's another one. When you're checking out in the grocery store or any store for that matter, and it offers you, hey, would you like to round up for, to feed some kids? Hey, would you like to round up to stop domestic abuse? Hey, would you like to round up or add an extra dollar, add an extra $5 for local homelessness? Have the policy of always saying yes. That's what Lori and I do. We have the always yes policy when we're checking out. I don't even care what the cause is. It can be anything. And if somebody cared enough to build into the checkout process, round up to feed this person, round up to provide this shelter, round up to give these clothes, round up to donate an outfit. Our default is yes. Because in most cases, guys, they're asking you for an extra 80 cents or they're asking you for an extra buck. Do you know what it signals to the universe? Do you know what it signals to yourself when you click, when it says, hey, would you like to add an extra dollar? And you click no. Dramatic pause. But it's true. I wanted you to think about that. Do you know what it signals internally? When it says, hey, would you like to give an extra dollar to so-and-so today? And you choose no over yes. Either way, you got to press a button and you choose no. Now, if you don't have the extra dollar, I understand. But this is a dollar. So I'm talking to 99 out of 100 of you. It's way more fun to have the always yes policy. Don't judge what the cause is. Instead, get in the habit of being that micro-giver, because that's what it is. It's micro-giving. And when done on a regular basis, you're now signaling something positive to yourself. You're signaling to yourself and to the universe, I have extra, I gave it. I have extra, I gave it without judgment. I have extra, I gave it without figuring out, is that a cause that I'm really behind or not? No, it's just giving. And just giving creates a more positive feeling within yourself that just attracts and emotes more positive energy. So the first one is, Always round up when you're tipping. The second one is have an always yes policy when you're checking out. And they say, hey, would you like to round up or give a buck to this thing? Here's another one I've been seeing a lot. I love this one when I see it on like TikTok or Instagram. When people put out little baskets of snacks or refreshments for delivery people, I think that is one of the coolest acts of generosity ever with a nice note Hey, delivery people, we appreciate you. Um, Grab a snack for the road, grab a drink for the road. And it's just a little cooler out there. Again, It's a form of micro-giving. Most people can afford to do this. But think of the difference it makes in that delivery driver's day. This is someone who is out there driving around on the roads, jumping in and out of their truck. And when you give them that, that little boost, that little act of positivity and generosity, guess what? They might drive a little bit better. That might save a life. I'm not even joking. They might drive a little happier. That might avoid some road rage. All because you put some snacks or refreshments out in and a, and a nice little note. When Laurie and I go for a walk in the neighborhood here, there's this one house. It is the craziest mansion ever. You can't even hardly see it because it's behind these massive gates, and the gates go on for, for a couple of blocks, you guys. And on the gates, it says, Come around back, all deliveries tipped. How cool is that? Come around back, all deliveries or all delivery drivers tipped. They have a standard tipping policy for all their delivery drivers. Now, I'm not suggesting you tip money to every single delivery driver, but the snacks and refreshments is a cool, fun little idea or something else that you could put out there. Here's another great one. Share a friend's business once a week. You all have, biz- you all have friends with side hustles. Most of you do. Whether they're selling you know, clothing or a shake or vitamins or shampoo or jewelry or Courses or education doesn't matter. If they're your friends, support them. It costs you nothing to once a week say, "Hey, this is my friend Sarah. She's really cool at coaching people how to organize their home better. She has a fun little ninety nine dollar course. I thought I'd share it." When you've got a policy that you will share a friend's business once a week, it's the policy that makes you that acts as the cue. It that makes you say, "Oh, hey, you know what? It's Wednesday. Who am I going to share today?" Oh, you know what? Every Thursday I share somebody. OK, let's good see what One of my friends is doing something cool. Oh, I know I'm going to go share, you know, Sarah's um, shampoo that she always advertises. It's a free, really cool, kind act of generosity. And then of course, there's the old standbys: Grab the coffee for the person in line behind you. Here's one that we don't think of. We always think to grab the coffee, or we always hear about people grabbing the coffee for the person behind them. But we forget to grab the meal, like if you're in a drive-through for the person behind you or the groceries for the person behind you. Or here's a good one. We're all about frontline workers right now. Buy a massage for someone who you know that works really, really hard saving lives. Massages, now I understand this is not in everyone's budget. Remember, that I'm just brainstorming. I'm just putting the ideas out there and you do your version of it. But massages are what? 50 bucks? 60 bucks? You don't have to buy them a massage at the Four Seasons of the Ritz. Buy them a massage at squeeze. Buy them a massage at at massage envy. And be like, hey, I know you've been working really hard. I got you a one hour massage. No strings attached. I just figured you could use a break. I figured you could use somebody who cares about, you know, who's gonna dote on you for a while instead of you doting on other people. And guys, you can donate your time and knowledge too. Do more pro bono work. Again, all these things should be set up as a regular part of your life. That's how they happen on a regular basis. So maybe once a week. You're doing a free coaching session, pro bono. Maybe once a week, you're giving away one course for free out of your courses that you have. Maybe once a week, you are um, giving away, you know, one strategy session. You can donate your time and knowledge too, All right? Okay, I'll do it right now. Here's a let me lead by example, right? I'm going to be the beacon for this. I'll I'll lead by example. I will give away either my money principles course or a thirty-minute coaching session, you get to choose. I will give away my Money Principles course, which is four hundred fifty bucks, or a thirty-minute coaching session, which thirty minutes is the equivalent of a thousand bucks of my time, to one of you that shares this episode, saying that you're committed to being more generous. Right. So share the episode on Instagram, sharing what you loved about it, or saying, "Hey, um, this reminded me to be generous. I'm now doing the following, in order to be generous." Tag me in it so I can see it. And I will choose one of you at random uh, within the first week that this episode comes out in order to give you your choice, a free coaching session or my money principles course. You get to choose. But that's an example. It cost me nothing other than my time to donate that. And so what do you have in terms of time and knowledge that you could donate to get that generosity, to get the wheels of generosity turning again? Next week, Lori and I are going to do something way bigger. We're going to give away thousands of dollars on our Instagram. So Lori and I had a big conversation. You're like, hey, where'd this recommitment to generosity come from? We had this great conversation with Dean Graciosi in our backyard. Um, He's our neighbor. We don't put it on Instagram a lot, but uh, we have these backyard conversations that are just awesome. We just go down the rabbit hole of how do we make the world a better place? And uh, Lori and I were having this conversation of like, hey, we got to get back to being more generous and showing it more. So we're going to give away thousands of dollars over the course of 10 days on our Instagram. So go follow us on Instagram. I'm Chris W. Harder. Lori is at Lori Harder. And you'll see your chance to win thousands of dollars. Just like you guys remember when the pandemic hit, and we gave away $20,000 in um, small business grants. Well, we're going to give away a whole bunch of money here coming up again. So go follow us on Instagram so you don't miss it. Speaking of Dean, by the way, you know Dean Graziosi's best friend is Tony Robbins. And he and Tony are doing this exactly what we're talking about. They're giving away five days of free coaching, five days of free training in their Own It 64 challenge. So you can go take part in that. Go take part in their generosity. Go to ownit64.com. Take part in their... Do you know how much their time is worth? Do you know how much their knowledge is worth? Tony is doing virtual UPW, Unleash the Power Within events. And those tickets are like 5000 bucks or 2000 bucks. And you're just learning on the computer from him. Well, here is a five-day thing that's the same thing. He and Dean are giving away five days in their Own It 64 challenge that you can go take part in. So go grab that. It's free. It's an act of generosity. He's giving us time and his knowledge. They both are. So go to OwnIt64.com if you want to participate in that. Guys, the point is this. When good people make good money, they inherently do great things but they need to be reminded to do those great things. Let's all commit to locking arms together and reminding people of the great things that we're doing so they can remember that they've got great things to do that are deep inside of them, that we pull out of them. Let's be the example. Let's be the light. Let's be the consistency. Let's be the spark that starts the positive generosity chain reaction. There's no better feeling on the planet. So I'm going to show it more. I'll stick to my 50-50 rule, but I'm going to show it more. Show half and, and then do the other half in the dark. But the half that I do in the light, woo, it's going to inspire you. And I hope it does because I want you to do the same thing. Because then someone watching you, they will do the same thing. And then someone watching them, they will do the same thing. And before you know it, instead of having bullshit conversations about pandemics and economies and uh, political divide and everything else, we're going to be having conversations about feel-good stuff, about generosity, about kindness about people getting fed, people getting clothed, people getting taken care of, people getting educated. Those are the conversations I want to have more of. And those are the conversations we're going to have more of. Guys, thanks for listening. There were a lot of calls to action in this episode. Remember, first one was share it. And then I'm going to choose one of you. Share it on Instagram, tag me. I'm going to uh, choose one of you. You can get either the Money Principles course or a free half-hour coaching session with me. There was another one where next week, Lori and I are going to be giving away thousands of dollars on our Instagram for a 10-day period. So that's another call to action. Go follow us there. Third one was our friend Dean Graziosi and and Tony Robbins. They're doing five days of generosity too at their Own It 64 challenge. Go to ownit64.com and sign up there too. We've decided to be the light and to change the conversation. And I want you to be a part of that too. Because I still believe and I'm out to prove that when good people make good money, Cheers to your success.